Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 2019 was awesome. He didn't get any better after that. Even Trey Lance. You could, you could make an argument that Trey Lance was a better quarterback when he got to the Niners than when they traded him Damn, to Dallas. Evan. Wow. You could make an argument... That Brock Purdy in his first 10 games is incredible and now has not progressed enough to be able to combat a disadvantageous position without some of his best weapons. I wonder if the issue is not with the quarterbacks, but with the guy that's behind the quarterbacks, because I haven't seen a single a single signal caller that has gotten better since he's been in Kyle Shanahan's tutelage. That that That's phenomenal, but I'll follow up with this. And it goes back to Kyle being the head man in charge when he called out Wilkes, which I didn't like. I hated, and I wasn't by myself. Mm -hmm. Who is the guy to do that? Do you think Kyle can look in the mirror, Michael Jackson, and say, okay, I'm doing something to where these guys may be falling off or just hitting the ceiling? Because if not, Evan, I don't think there's anybody on this Niner staff that would even approach Kyle and have that conversation. So I'm asking you, do you believe Kyle can self-reflect, or is he even privy to what you just mentioned? And if he heard it driving around right now, would he be like, that Evan's full of it, or would he, or would, is he already there just, and nobody would know, for him to do something different? Probably, look, I mean, if he's driving around right now listening to us, he'd probably think, I, I am full of it, or that I, I don't know what I'm talking about. But all what I'm, up, Kyle? <laughs> all, all I'm, all I'm actually, in the words of Taylor Luan, no, I get the only it. thing that I'm yeah. reporting, that we'll, we'll get to that, purportedly, right. is what I've seen. And that's a trend that these quarterbacks have not gotten better. And maybe, look, maybe these guys are who they are. And Kyle Shanahan's also the reason that they're, incredible at the start of their careers. I think I think Shanahan's a brilliant mind, you know, to take Russell Crowe out of your mouth. Like, I think he's he's a great play caller, but I also haven't seen a guy that's gotten better, including the one that he traded up for in Trey Lance. And that's the guy, like, if you're looking at quarterbacks across, including the time when Kyle Shanahan was a coordinator, like, Matt Schaub did get better. Yeah. He's a Decent quarterback, led the league in passing. The only one that I can remember that like got significantly better with Kyle over the course of time was Matt Ryan. Got and he's MVP a former number one overall God. pick that had already been in the league for eight years. Well, you know what? I'm looking at you, and I really feel like maybe... Kirk, Kirk Evan, Cousins. Kirk okay. Cousins on line two. But I feel like, you know what? That's the answer. And the answer, again, is not... I'm, I'm not... Uh, I'm not going to sit up here and lie to you and everybody else listening... Jimmy Garoppolo is an average quarterback. I think we saw that. Evan, I think I can make the argument that Kyle got the best out of Jimmy, and then the league figured him out. Mm -hmm. uh, Nate, Nick Mullins, nothing to see here. Bethard and Brock Purdy, 
But for Trey Lance, I'll throw him in there. He never on a Saturday was the big man on campus in regard to national television games, playing at Miami or Florida State, and maybe there was nothing to get out of him. Maybe it was just the wrong pick. But when you talk about Brock Purdy and what he is, it goes back to what we talked about a few minutes ago, Evan. Maybe that jump that you want to see, talent-wise, is not there. And that would mean Kyle's not doing it wrong. He just got the most out of this kid early, and he did it with Jimmy. But after sometimes the deal comes due, and you got to work with what you have if the talent of those individuals only goes so far. And the guys that we can mention, Jimmy, Trey, Brock, Earl, you know, may, maybe they are not the two that you mentioned on the Joe Burrow Mahomes Street and 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 Herbert or uh, our guy in Jacksonville. Yeah, no, no doubt. Like I'm not trying to say that uh, all of a sudden Jimmy Garoppolo is you know an amazing quarterback or that, uh, but it's just interesting to me that at the beginning of all their tenures we talk about them like they're the next big thing or that they're oh, better than the last and then their predecessor, which Brock Purdy absolutely is to Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo was the right fit for the for the season, you know, to to come in and replace Trey Lance when he got hurt. It's just interesting to me now that. You know, all these questions are coming up about Brock Purdy when he looked like he was going to be a world beater. No, he was eventually going to lose a football game. That was going to happen. But in the fashion that he lost these games, the way that it looked, he's looking like a quarterback that is is kind of playing. I don't know if it's out of the system. If Kyle Shanahan, because of the the, the missing weapons on the offensive line and Debo Samuel, he looks different. All I know is that Brock Purdy has, I don't know if it's regressed, but but I'm watching a different guy than I saw the first the first 10 games. And there's nothing, and I appreciate you saying that, and you're not a hater because I'm dealing with it, and I'm going off of what we see. And you're right, Evan, the bar has been set so damn high, and Brock, you deserve credit and kudos for that. But I've noticed this. You tell me if you give me a nickel for this take. The interceptions, even going to Cleveland, Minnesota, and last week, outside the one where he missed, where they were at the 10, he missed a handoff, and the linebacker tipped it to himself. Evan, it seems like the interceptions are coming on like the same, almost the same route tree, over the middle, didn't see the guy, or off to off target, ball thrown behind, or over the guy's head, and the DB, just like Minnesota, like, oh, thanks, there's the ball, ball game. So that has me concerned because it does have a feel of a Jimmy type of interception over the middle, whether it be off target, uh, Evan, or overthrown. You can't tell me those picks. And even Cincy, the second one where they got him, it was negated. Mm-hmm. He just didn't see the guy, but they've come over the middle. Yeah, and and look, I, I know we came in on Monday, and you guys talked about how if that was Jimmy Garoppolo, we'd be calling him Ono throws. Monte has been—I'll give him credit. He's been saying that, and I'm wondering, does he? Is there something to that? I, I think we need to wait a little bit and I, see more because Brock Purdy could bounce back against Jackson totally throw can. four touchdowns, totally and I think can. he's got the ability to do that. Uh, but it looks like Michael in San Jose wants to chime in on the conversation and what might be the most important part to this offense that Brock Purdy's missing. What's up, Michael? You're on 95.7 The Game. All right, fellas. I just wanted to talk about Trent Williams. I think that for the last three games where things have started looking different is when Trent Williams got hurt over in Cleveland. Mm. And since then, like, all the highlights that you look at, 
It's of uh, us running over to the left side where Trent Williams just killing people, running people over. So when he went out, that totally disrupted our, our, our running game. And everybody keeps talking about we're not running anymore because Jalen Moore, he can't, he can't uh, create the openings. On the right side, McGlinchey was great at run blocking, but not very good at pass blocking. And Colton's the same thing. So not having Williams there has completely affected the running game, and that has affected the play action. And the other thing that I think that he's uh, had an impact, and you guys were just talking about the throws over the middle. Now uh, Purdy is is rushed, and like before when he had that extra half a second to allow the receiver to get open or let the route completely run its course over the middle, uh, now he's not having that. And so I believe that, and I'm not going to be a Steiny and call back and say, I told you so, but when Trent Williams comes back, <laughs> we when, love you, when Trent Williams comes back, uh, I think our offense is going to get into a rhythm and things are going to look a lot different. Like, uh, like people were talking about how great we were, and now people are questioning Shanahan, the questioning Purdy. And, I mean, they're valid questions. However, you take the starting left tackle off of any team, uh-huh. like any of the top NFC teams, you take the top left tackle out of the game, and stick a backup in there, and let's see how those quarterbacks look. I mean, look, yes, anytime you, you don't have a healthy O-line, you might be taking a little bit of hit. As and your left tackle, most important position on the line, Evan, to me. Yeah, but I would also say the Miami Dolphins have missed their starting left tackle for two or three right. games this season, and Tua's thrown for 300, 400 yards. They're still able to run the ball at a ridiculous rate, and they're scoring 33.5 points a game in a league in which is scoring 21 as a whole. like I got nothing so, for you there. You know, that's that like, they, yeah. There are ways to offset missing certain pieces. And that's why, uh, yes, it's not all on Kyle. I don't think it's all on Brock. But how I look at this offense is I, I, think, I feel like it's, it, it's impossible to separate the quarterback and the head coach because I think when Kyle's on, Brock's on. When Brock's on, he compliments Kyle. Like you, you brought up on Monday some of the things that you liked about Cincinnati, mainly Brock's ability to improvise and run. That I don't know, know he could scoot okay. like that. All right. That's something that he can do that Jimmy Garoppolo can't. However, I think Brock Purdy perhaps might be a little bit overzealous sometimes when he tries to create outside of the system, tries to create outside of the pocket, and that's where he can. And those issues and mistakes that we saw down the stretch of these games can compound themselves. No doubt about it. And the caller made another astute point, Evan. This pocket is collapsing. And when I say it's it's like a slow collapse to where he is getting rid of the ball a little sooner than he would have, obviously, if he had big Trent Williams there. And I think there's something to that. But also this. And you, you thought I was joking. I can't speak for you. But we made the, yeah, the, the, the hand size. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't have the biggest mitts, we saw that ball come out where the guy came behind him, and it just came. And that happens to all quarterbacks. Sure, you know it's blindside in the rain. But it, it, no, I'm talking about Sunday. Oh, the last one. The last yeah. one. I'm like, oh, this is what it may look like, Evan. Tell me if I'm wrong. I'm not being overzealous. If it gets, you know, rough and rugged in the pocket, and then you're getting hit left and right like Mike Tyson. So. You know, again, that happens all day, every day on Sundays, but I'm not used to it from Brock because he's, you know, I don't want to say goes untouched, but we've been kind of used to that. He, he's been Frank Sinatra doing it his way. But now that Trent Williams is not there, it's like welcome to the reality of it, it, it's messy out here. You know, you got to bring something to the table. And I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying, Evan, 
He didn't went from the penthouse to the outhouse in regard to, do I have all my weaponry? Do I got my steak spoon knife and my napkin? No, you don't. What are you going to be able to do then? And I think these last three games have been proof of that. And I'm not saying he can't do anything with his number two pencil start next week to erase it. But, Evan, I think it's fair for people to – and that's why I can't wait for Willard and the guys to come in here because I didn't get to hear you guys yesterday to kind of get the gist of, you know, I, for somebody to say, hey, I, and, Evan, I'll give mm-hmm. you this. You've been Mr. Consistent. You have said, I, I'm still watching the movie. I'm not going to make – even when he was winning, he's Joe Montana, and I'm not going to give him demerits – to the degree where I'm going to say he's he, he can't get it done with these last three games, so I'm in the middle, and I think that would be fair. But what's scaring me is these losses have piled up. It's not just about home field advantage. It was. Hopefully can still be. But if you lose and, and people lose, teams lose football games, Evan, you're in second place right now. Who would have thought? I would have bet everything I had. It's not much. Five weeks ago, three weeks ago, if you said Niners will go into the bye week, second place behind Seattle, <laughs> I would have laughed. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have believed you. And also, okay. I appreciate the Comcast Business Text Line correcting me. Six two six one two five one zero two is a lefty. That means the right tackle is the opposite. Nah. Okay, that's fine. Well, Dallas was missing Tyron Smith, and Dak Prescott threw four touchdowns this weekend, right? Uh, but Tyron Smith is not. He's older. He's breaking down. But I hey. But you're still missing okay. your left tackle. And they like, started off with three sacks. All I'm saying is, yes, Trent Williams is incredibly important. No doubt. I don't think he's the reason why Brock Purdy is turning the ball over as much as he is in the fourth quarter football games. Because Brock Purdy, to his credit, has looked pretty good through the first three quarters. No, okay. outside of I guess uh, the uh, Cleveland game, yeah. uh, which of course was raining. You lost players, uh, all that and the likes. We are five minutes away from you being able to win your chance to play knockout on the Chase Center court. Other side, you got to listen starting at twelve thirty, and then around twelve forty-five, twelve fifty. We'll, we'll let you know. We're going to throw up the contest line. You call in. You have to listen intently because Gru and I are going to keep doing our show. We're going to discuss something, and you will need yes. to have the answer to the question of something that we talked about beginning on the other side at 1230 for your chance to play knockout at Chase Center. 1230 coming up. Also have another chance to win at 430 on Willard and Dibs. But coming up next, I want to continue on this conversation about Brock. What's wrong with the offense? And if you think tying it back to the kind of overarching theme of today, if Chase Young and the trade deadline move for the 49ers, also throw Andrew Gregory in there, was a reason to help the offense or if it's completely independent and it's all about solving the defense? Which side of the ball do you think needs to correct itself more? Which side of the football has the ability to correct itself heading into the bye week? Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz with Daryl the Guru Johnson. 888-957-9570 is the number. We'll be back after this on 95.7 The Game. Also, that segment was brought to you. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. By Caltrans Stormwater. Back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All right, we got about 45 minutes until NFL Odyssey insider Ross Tucker joins us here. Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz with Daryl the Guru Johnson. John Lucan on the ones and twos, as always. You know, Guru, we've been kicking around a lot about the 49ers, about Shanahan, about Brock Purdy, about Steve Wilkes, about the defense. Everything. And the 49ers have been, to this point, the up and the down team. But if you're looking at where they're at now, heading into the bye, what do you think coming at? Like, if we're fast-forwarding to what you want to see, do you think that the offense or the defense holds the most blame and should be the the one? Which side of the ball do you think needs to be corrected the most at this point? The defense, and I feel like they 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 remedied that yesterday with the Chase Young acquisition so I think they fixed themselves I really believe that secondary and all you got to dance with who you took but now that you got another monster up there that will remedy everything that's been going on with the defense but the offense is what concerns me Debo his availability Brock Purdy where he's at mentally and this Niner run game, are they going to be able to run the ball up the middle between the tackles like they once used to? So though I'm, I'm more concerned about the O because they didn't get any enhancements. They're waiting on guys to come back, but it's the, it's the O I'm more concerned with, Evan. So the offense concerns you more. Yes, sir. How would you answer? I would generally agree, yes. I think the offense concerns me more because – Right now, there are major question marks about how they can operate when they're not 100% healthy. I think that this defense is something that can be corrected, will be corrected, Mm. and it's going to happen internally. Chase Young helps, but even if they didn't trade for him yesterday, I don't think I'd be as concerned about the defense because I think those are things that you can work on. I think their players can play better. I think Steve Wilkes can coach better. I do wonder, though, if the offense, if there is a ceiling to the offense when they don't have all their weapons. And forgive me for believing that in the NFL, you're eventually going to run into a spot where you don't have everything at your disposal, where you're eventually going to have to play from behind, where you're eventually going to face a deficit that you're going to need your quarterback to pull you out of, or you're going to need your play caller, in this case Kyle Shanahan, to dial something up from behind. Kyle Shanahan has not coached very well from behind in his career. Man. And Brock Purdy has yet to show us that if he does have to play from behind, 
which in the regular season I don't think is going to be a huge issue, but it might be during the four-game gauntlet that is Jacksonville, then skip a couple of weeks to Seattle, Philly, Seattle. There might be some disadvantageous positions that the offense is going to be in, and so that's why I have my questions about them more than the defense. Man, I'm with you, and you know, I guess if they didn't make the trade because you got me thinking they did, Evan, I mean, how realistic is it to think Bosa will be back to Bosa? You know, they got to they gotta find the, uh, you know, the solution. But you think, you know, you got pretty good odds that he'll revert back to being the dominant pass rusher he is. Hargrave across the board. So maybe that was internal, and they, 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 they'll find that. But this move to get Chase Young, Evan, tells me they were more concerned than, than any of us thought. Okay, well, I mean, it's really beginning at 12.30, the beginning of this segment, but that marks the air horn. Uh, from now till 12.45, Goo, you got to listen intently. We're also going to include the first five minutes. Apologize for not hitting the horn at the beginning of the segment because right now it is your chance to win a spot on the Chase Center floor to play wow. knockout. Now until 12.45, listen very closely. We're going to ask you a question after 12.45 about something that has transpired during this segment. Right now, the first caller with the answer, when we call for it, will win the first slot at knockout. We've already given out two slots on this show. You have another chance at 4.30 on Willard and Dibbs to win a slot to play knockout at Chase Center. So continue to listen intently throughout this segment, and we will give you your answer if you're paying attention. Um, so, Goo, look, I, I know that we, we got Warriors tonight against Sacramento. Yes! The 49ers are on a bye week. I, I, I don't know what the Giants are doing right now. Probably looking for answers just like the Fort Niners defense. Farhan needs to take a ride with Lynch over the Bay Bridge. How do you <laughs> close a deal? That's a great question. But, so, like, the trade deadline, looking around the NFL, because I know you got your eyes on everything. Right. The, the Cowboys. Didn't uh, do a damn thing. The Eagle. Oh, excuse me? They didn't do a damn thing, and you got reporters writing, uh, I don't know. Well, Evan, um, I, I didn't want to part with any draft capital, but uh, when you look at the the team in San Francisco. Um, anyway, that was bad. But <laughs> they tried to, just real quick, the, the world's incredible. Reporters put this spin on why they didn't make a move. Their trading deadline moves were in the offseason. Getting Brandon Cooks, getting Gilmore. I said, miss me with that BS. Now, I kind of get it, but this was a chance to enhance your team, and John Lynch did it, and now this is becoming his staple. Why wouldn't you go for it if you see things aren't going the way you wanted or they are going the way you wanted, you saw an opportunity to get something for much of nothing. Well, and that's why I think John Lynch has done a really good job <laughs> the last few deadlines, honestly, uh, dating back to, to when they started in 2017. Like He's found trades that have not only upgraded the roster and bolstered them, uh, maybe not in a McCaffrey-like fashion, Man. but getting Emmanuel Sanders for a third-round pick is awesome. Going out and getting Charles Amenehu a few years ago for, I think, a fifth-round pick, just added some depth to D-line, okay. and he was really good for them last season before. I think now he's in Kansas City. Uh, but, you know, John Lynch has found deals that align with what generally the team needs for not very much. And that is also an added benefit. Like, when you're getting those compensatory picks back because you're producing in the front office, you're producing executives like Rand Carthen. Kyle Shanahan is producing a coaching tree like Mike McDaniel, D'Amico Ryans, Man. Robert Sala. Oh You're going to get picks back. 
And there might be even more coming their way because McGlinchey. Mike McGlinchey left in free agency. If Chase Young leaves in free agency, they, they get might get one. a comp pick. They might get a comp pick back from that. So the 49ers have done a I, I, like almost found kind of this unique lane where Great word. they can basically <laughs> add for free. Rent for free or whatever. You're right. Exactly. Yeah, you're you're going to a free ninety nine, you know, movie bin and just picking out the movie you want. You're going to Redbox, but you don't have to actually pay for it, dude. Dude, that's incredible. Yeah, and Evan, I just again, if I would have told you, Stiney and John before this, the trade before yesterday, the Chase Young could be had for a compensatory pick, you probably would have laughed at me. Like I thought it would have took a second. I, I, I come on, man. Like, who's not in on this deal? Now, the other part, will it manifest on the field? We'll see. But as far as on paper, this is what I this will wake up the D line. How do you think now a day removed from the trade deadline that the 49ers like do you still see them in the same place that you had them in, in the guru power rankings? Did you that you had them before? Yes. Like, I'm I'm in vogue, a uh, great group from Oakland. Shout out to the young ladies. Uh the great song was Hold On. So I'm holding on to what I think this team was at out at, to set the season, and the fact that you went and got this this player, good lord, Evan. So I'm banking and I'm rolling the dice that Purdy will get back to Brock that we seen the first 13 games of his career. Not that super great, but just not the guy, you know, making a couple turnovers at the end of games because that did bother me listening yesterday. Steiny's imaginary friend saying. I, I came out like I said, oh, Brock's terrible. He's why they lost. No, I said Brock at the end of games, these last three games, has not been idea. Yeah, and look, I know we've tossed around concerns and questions about both sides of the football, but to me, the reason I am optimistic about where the 49ers will get to, which is, I still believe is the NFC Championship game, even if they, God forbid, don't win the division and have to go on That's the road. amazing. I think that this is an NFC where there is no great team. And I'm, I'm throwing the Eagles in there too. I know they're seven and one. I'm gonna go right. AFC. I think I told you Kansas City was. Ah, I know I, it's early. I, I think Kansas City's a great team. Okay. I think Cincinnati's a great team. I don't see a great team in the NFC, including the 49ers. But that's also a reason for me to feel confident in the 49ers getting right after the bye week because. Philly, you can take advantage of their secondary, even though they went and shorted up with, with Kevin Byard. I think they can still be had no doubt. across Hertz the middle, down the field. He, I don't know his availability. He's turned for the this ball game. over eight times, man, on interceptions hurts. alone. That not hurts, including the fumbles. No pun intended. The Lions, I think, go as far as Jared yeah. Goff takes man, them. Raiders were playing. Up they're the, good in the yeah. trenches, but they're also kind of. I think they're more. They're like a San Francisco light in the sense that they do need the script uh, to go in their no, favor. Man. They that, can run the football. Beautiful. But Jerry Goff, to me, is a quarterback that's going to have some shortcomings come playoff time. I'm looking at Dallas. We've already seen what happens to them when they play teams that are better than yeah. them. I think they do it. Cowboys do a really good job of beating up on the bottom feeders. I don't know about the top they end. Got an, uh, a great, speaking of which, they got a great opportunity uh, against Philly this Sunday with the Niners off, Evan. Is there any doubt that Niner fans should be rooting for the Cowboys in that game? Because they own the tiebreaker on the Cowboys. Yes, they but should. <laughs> if you if the Niners still got their sights set on home field advantage, you need Eagles to lose this weekend. Yes, you do. Right. Well, if, if you still want that one seed, no doubt about it. I mean, but right now you got to worry about the team that's in front and of I, you. And I'm that's scared, Seattle, no doubt. And I'm scared of Brock throwing the ball in in, in cold weather if they weren't to get the one seed and would have to go on the, maybe to Philly. 
you know, in the, yeah, in, in the conditions. No, I, I think, yeah, look, I mean, it's it's always easier to win at home, and you'd love that, but I still, yes, the 49ers would be better off with home playoff no games, but that doesn't mean that I don't think they can go on the road and win at Dallas. Philly I have concerns about, but I think they could win in Detroit. I think they can win in Seattle, although that's also a tough environment. But Brock Purdy has already beaten the Seahawks at Lumen Field. He did it his first time. So, look, I think the 49ers are in a position where there's a lot that needs to be corrected. But I think with how much season is left, they're in a good spot as well because the rest of the conference, to me, has not separated itself in a manner like it did last year. Like, I don't think Philly's as good as they were last year. And and Evan, through eight games, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, are the Niners. True. Yeah. Just because of the impact of the last three games. They've, well, I didn't th- think they were going to lose. Well, they're not years. as good as the last 11 games oh, okay. of last season. All right. All right. But you also got to remember at the beginning of last year, we didn't know what the hell the quarterback was going to be. This season, at the very least, and as much as you know, reporters asking Kyle Shanahan about if he's made a, if he's had a thought about, he's insinuating Sam Darnold should potentially oh, get a yeah, shot. That's what Grant was doing. I don't think yeah. that's going to happen. I don't think Kyle Shanahan wants that to happen. And if it does, as much as Dan Orlovsky has been talking about how Sam Darnold's talented, I know people have thrown Steve Young's name in conversations about Darnold. If Sam Darnold is the quarterback for this 49ers team, I do think the season is going to head south. Wow. So you're down on Darnold? Yes. I mean, I, I just I haven't seen him play well his entire NFL career. That Okay. I have at least seen Brock Purdy right. dominate at times no in doubt. football games. I can't say the same for Darnold. What if I told you and Steiny, you I and Steiny got into this physically? I think there's there's no question who's the most gifted quarterback between Purdy and and Sam. No, well, Sam has more physical okay, traits, no for doubt, sure. and that that make you a better quarterback. But Evan, I'm telling you, there is a part of me that is curious to see if the best thing that happened to Sam Darnold would get. Would to get on this field and start or quarterback for this offense, the limousine of offenses, um, that would boost his profile. So I'm not all the way out. I do agree with you that Kyle probably doesn't want it to happen because something bad happened to Brock. But Evan, I just would not be, oh my gosh, this is going to be a train wreck if uh, Sammy was to get a shot with this offense. All right. The contest line, Goo, is 415-523-6452. That's 415-523-4652. If you've been listening to this segment, you'll have the answer to this question, which is, right now, which side of the football does Guru and I believe needs to be corrected the most coming out of the bye week? Which side of the football holds the most to blame over the last three games during their losing streak. Both of us had the same answer. Which side of the football is it at 415-523-4652? And again, we will continue to give out slots for your chance to play knockout on the Chase Center court, the same court that Brandon Pachemski plays on. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Same court that Stephen Curry is shooting the lights out on. And we'll be doing so tonight, Goo, against the Sacramento Kings. He Remember I called him Machiavelli? I said there's just something about him, and I was saying vocal-wise, you know, he's in a zone that, like, he ain't taking no mess. Evan, I feel like he's doing that on the court. He's done it before, but this just feels different. But speaking of uh, our guy Pajinski, he got some minutes and was okay. I like seeing him ball. 
Yeah, well, he looked good in his first game. Yeah. Had, had a little bit of lip for uh, <laughs> Bob Fitzgerald in the post game. Had to remind Fitz, who I think we got Fitz, what, Friday, huh? Friday, Bob Fitzgerald okay. will be coming on. Fitz, yeah. he, on with he let him know he got an assist to his first assist. So. Yeah. Yeah, Evan, this thing is going well, man. This, they just looked – they were first in turnovers last year. Just think about that. They got a grown-up in the room now with Chris Paul, and I don't know about you. I got to just get this in, Evan. When Curry went out the game, I kind of hid my eyes like, oh, boy, the non-Curry minutes. That's now been a pleasant surprise. I know it's early four games, but now I'm watching these others, and it's led by Chris Paul keeping everybody. Like, I'm going to make Evan the best Evan. And I wasn't buying that before because I didn't think he would want to come off the bench, but everything in Warrior Land right now seems to be clicking. Well, not not everything. I mean, not absolutely everything. Uh, but I would say, what? Where's he going? Wiggins? Oh, I don't. Hey, but yeah, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want no, to coming down his what? road. But and look, no, you're right. The Warriors are plus 31 in the minutes that Seven Curry's not on the wow. floor. Wow, I would have never guessed okay. that that was going to be the case, especially when Steph wow. is killing it and yeah. he's shooting the lights out. And Chris Paul's not shooting the lights out from three, but that's not what you brought him here for. But uh, assist to turnover ratio, Evan, he's just. And again, he's not perfect, but when he's, I, I just. He got a TJD a dunk the other day against New Orleans, kind of like OG them. Yes, yeah. Also, big shout out to David in Fremont. He's going to be playing Did he win? knockout at Chase Center again. Your next opportunity to win is going to be at four thirty with Willard and Dibs. You can catch a chance to win, a chance to play knockout at Chase Center. Pardon me. Every single day on Steiny and Guru up until up and through next week uh, at twelve thirty, Goose. So every funny. single day you'll have a chance to win a spot. Did you happen to see the text that said, "You know, we keep it real, tended to uh, Evan. I'm a brother. Mm-hmm. I never played uh, knockout, and I had uh, told you guys <laughs> that you've played it. You, you probably you call just called it a different. different name, yeah. which I can't say, but uh, you probably played it. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. You right, can't, right. I can't. I don't want oh, to be the Yeah, but I can't say it, Evan. But you played it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, we call it knockout. <laughs> um, you play from the free throw line or the three-point line. I, I'm not exactly sure. I would imagine on the NBA court that they'll have you start at the free throw line instead of the NBA Have three. you shot on an NBA hardwood? I, I have, have not. No. You, uh, oh, uh, the old Collie. Bloop. Wait, where? Uh, the old Coliseum. Is it, is it further? Like, does, it, does the rim look miles away compared to like a college or high school three-point line? It, it does, and I kind of did it when I wasn't supposed to. Statue of limitations. Uh, Stani and I were doing the pre and post, so we'd mm-hmm. get out of there late night, 12, 1230, sometimes one, took a couple shots. Um, but anyway, um, no, two clankers. But Evan, it seemed like <laughs> it seemed like it was a, a for, like here to Europe. It, it did seem far because I wasn't used to it. Yeah, and it is going to be from the free throw line. So basically, you stand at the free throw line, first person shoots, you make it, you head to the back of the line. You miss, you got to go retrieve your ball. The next person up has a chance to knock you out this by making crazy. a shot before the first person does. And so we call it knockout. It's a fun game. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, you're playing pickup and you just play one-on-one person who, top of the key, you make a shot, you keep ball. Okay. Some people call it king of the hill. Um, some Shout people call Monte. it other names. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Shut up the hill. I'll give you three yeah. there. Uh, yeah, so, and, and the Warriors look. The Warriors look like road kings right now. They got three wins. How's my bed looking? In four days, I might add, too. It's not just the back-to-back that they won Houston and then New Orleans, but three out of four days on the road, and they're walking away with games in which they ran away towards the end or closed. 
Gosh. And Curry only had to play, I think the most he played was 34 that, minutes. That, it's just amazing. And you know what, Evan? You said it earlier. They're just smart. To me, they just – this – addition uh, of the team just feels smarter than a lot of teams. So they're going to get wins just because of the IQ now that uh, I sent you the video of Jordan Poole shooting the three, doing the curry, turning around, thinking he made it. Well, it, it wasn't quite the curry because the ball didn't go in. God, what my, and Wiseman's not even getting in games. Oh, boy. Yeah, you, it's, hard, it's rough on former Warriors right now. Trace Jackson Davis is getting in games. Dude, I like him. He got. It. I don't want to say he's got a big butt, but he's got some junk yeah, in the trunk, man. He yeah, and he, he knows. He knows who he is. He's, he's a legit two forty five. That's wow. And that's why. Look, I, the Warriors <laughs> to me. Yes, they have the same big three: Wiggins, Looney. Really, the same starting five as last year. But even compared to a couple of years ago, I would say pre championship, like they just seem to have such a different. Approach. Vibe. Oh, okay. Well, and vibe too. Yo, no doubt. Vibe, about it, especially yeah. last year, this year is night and day. You reminded me last year at this time we were dealing with the fallout from Dre and Pool. It's almost the anniversary, or it, it passed. <laughs> That's right. The yeah, we were talking passed. about that. Yeah. Yeah, the anniversary passed. Times have passed. Wow. And look, I, I hate because if the Warriors are successful this year, and I think they're well on their way, <sighs> okay. postseason we'll see. But regular season, I don't see any reason why. This team can't win at least 47 or 48 games. Um, they're certainly going to win more than 44, I believe. They're giving up 104 pending. points through three games. So defensively, you right know, the like size. Yeah, they get after it with their IQ, man. Yeah, and, and they're playing – they are playing complimentary ball, unlike the 49ers. Now, but I do think it's because of the guy that you mentioned off the top of this segment. That's Chris Paul. Yeah, and I'm going to throw in uh, another youngster since my partner's not here. Evan, you never fought me. You always said on this take, I'm about to bring up this player. The what? Steiny was always not giving him his flowers. Oh, uh, I know where you're going. Dude, my guy Moses Moody, he's a ball player. Yep. I'm not telling you he's Gary Payton the first. He's a ball player, Evan. I feel like he can do – a lot of things, and he's smart upstairs. Uh, it's fun watching him evolve. It is because it's your word style. Well, and, well <laughs> and, and I'm sure he'd tell you, go. It's four years. Wait on. <laughs> it's been four. They got 82 to play. We'll see if Muzi gets Are you really Moody. saying that, Goo? He's right? not going to keep shooting 60% for the whole season. <laughs> yeah. Let's wait. But I do think that Moody is symbolic of more of the players on the second unit, which is guys that don't hurt you. And and I thought it was interesting that Steve Kerr had a chance to start Chris Paul against New Orleans. Yes. But I think because of how well Moody had played in the first three games, as it. well as preseason going back even further, that he gave him a chance to start instead of Clay Thompson or when, when Clay was out against New Orleans. I, I thought that was also telling. And I'm sure has to feel empowering for a guy like Moody, as well as Kaminga, who's looking at his guys saying, we're going to get some chances oh, this year. No doubt. There was one juncture in the game, Evan. It was CP3 and four, I'll call them the younger or newer guys, Sarich, Kaminga, Moody, and TJD, and, uh, excuse, and Gary Payton a second. It was just, I'm like having a blast watching them, and you couldn't tell me the youngsters playing with CP3, there was no impact. You know what I mean? It was just the vibes are good, and that was an example of CP3 taking his role. Uh, nothing to see here. I know I made a whole lot of nothing, 
But they just seem to be on the uh, same page. And you got a Sacramento team in town who it looks like the Warriors got ownage since they took them to 7-7 and the preseason meant something. De'Aaron Fox will not be on the hardwood tonight here at Chase Center. And you got to think the Warriors are in a good spot to go 4-1 early. Yeah, and as as hot as Stephen Curry has started out, Aaron De'Aaron Fox has been just about as good. Not as good, but 31.5 points on nearly 50% shooting in, in his games that he's played this year has been Quite incredible for the Kings, who are 2-1 and one entering tonight. Warriors, of course, are 3-1. and one. Did lose their first home game against Phoenix last Tuesday. But this is a game where, and, and I do want to have a little bit of pause with where I'm going to go with this conversation. We can also take it up okay. on the other side. But last year, Goo, we were always kept guessing by if and when the Warriors turn the corner. Yeah. So far happen. this season, they've been really good. But this is a game tonight that the Warriors should win and I think they should win by, you know, eight or nine points. They should win comfortably tonight against a team without its best player. I'm looking at maybe seven minutes left in the fourth. Curry's on the bench to stay, and maybe even sooner. And and, and look, the Kings are going to fight. They got a lot of good other rotation yeah. players, but they'll be without De'Aaron Fox, without Trey Lyles. And coming up on the other side, I also do want to get back to football with our NFL Odyssey insider, Ross Tucker. He's coming on at 115. Of course, covers the Eagles very closely, does work with CBS, knows the NFL inside and out. I want to hear what he thought about the 49ers trade deadline, as well as where the 49ers are at at 5-3 and three, heading into the bye. But coming up next, I do want to stick with the Warriors for just a little bit, and I want to stick with something that Steve Kerr said about last year being an outlier, and if you're buying it four games into the season, 888-957-9570. It's a Warriors Wednesday, brought to you by Freedman's Appliance, a trusted name since 1922. Visit Freedman's Appliance. Dot com today. Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz with Gerald the Guru Johnson. We're back after this on 95.7 The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.